Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sit down, boot, trip for your boom. For another app, a fun, a little light episode because we did do quite a serious episode on our Patreon yeah. last Friday. But thank you to everyone. We've gotten like so many comments on that episode. It was actually so cathartic for Lindsay and I to kind of talk through something that has been, you know, quite stressful for us and following us over the last few years. Um, so if you want to go listen to that, you can go listen on patreon.com forward slash it gals podcast i'm sure most of you have seen on our social but just in case you haven't um and it's the start of the month it's yeah. july so now is the best time to sign up and you get access if you access the six dollar tier and up you get access to all of our previous x gals the whole episodes. catalog there's a lot there's a lot there i think there's like 80 episodes now and to start from the start there's such a journey with x gals yeah because we started at such a like pivotal point because like I was just like coming to the end of my relationship yeah. with Michael you were like single that we go through the whole breakup like it is like a journey it's like yeah. it's we're all hand in hand walking through this shit show called life it literally so uh go sign up for that if you want six dollars a month there is no uh, minimum sign up you can cancel when you want you can sign up and just do one month you can do three months whatever um and yeah so it comes to around a fiver yeah so come on, join the club. Join the club. Uh, so it's been a few weeks now, weeks of people out and about in town, post-quar. Things are getting back to normal now. Yes, the new normal, shall we say. The new, new normal. I think it's <laughs> fucking crazy. So the first day I went into town was with you. Oh my God, We yes. vlogged it. Check yeah. out our, our vlog on YouTube, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was wild. Seeing my beautiful city again. Like, yeah. I love Dublin. Me I love too. town. I really, really missed town. Just bopping into town. Me and you love that. Oh, hell yeah. Because I was in a few days earlier and it was like, not everything was back, back to normal. Do you mm. know what I mean? It was like a Thursday. So it was like, still people were kind of random. Um, but when we went in, it was like a Saturday. And we went in with the aim de sesh. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> we are getting our cans and we're drinking. So it was gas because we were wandering around, did a bit of a bop, I think, in a shop. Did we? No, we didn't. Didn't pop into one shop. We did. We went to Brian Thomas. We vlogged Oh, it. Brian Thomas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see that as a shop. I see that as an experience. Yeah, oh, no, we okay. shopped in Brian Thomas. We didn't buy one thing. But we wanted to. We had the aim to shop. I know. 
just that always happens to me with town. I'm like, there's nothing I like here. And you were saying as well, because Boo Boo does be going into the menswear section. The menswear section is lit in brown tights. It's so good. And it's because of all the bogey boo boos out there. I that know. to be buying all the like Stussy and Alexander McQueen. And yeah. I get that like cool ass streetwear. The women's fucking brown tights, I'm sorry, it ain't not my style. Like, no, there was, it's like, not the new shit. And it's there was not like fresh the cool brands, designers. Yeah. Brands aren't cool at all. Like, there's one or two things that we were like, oh, cool. Like that, um, jacket that Tarmars has was in there but like there was nothing there that I was like oh this brand is fucking deadly yeah you're hardly going to be buying a big fucking puffer jacket in July I know yeah so yeah get on the women's section in Brent Thomas that's what we have to say I just like there's no like, even the women's men are... wear it's real chic and cool and easy to get around like it's so frumpy the women's is the like women's I, I always get lost in Brent Thomas like sometimes I'm walking in and I'm like the other week I went in the day that I went before you right I went in and I was like oh I'll have a bop around see if there's anything I was thinking I treat myself might buy something gorge you know why not well I was just like I kind of because I think Boo Boo had gone in Evan by the way had gone in yeah why we call him (laughs) (laughs) my secret boyfriend who I live with um he had gone in the other week and he bought like deadly shit like I and it was all on sale he got like a new pair of Nike Air Maxes for like 50 quid like yeah there's a big sale going on he was getting cool shit and I was like okay I'm gonna give Brian Thomas a chance because I never go in there like for clothes ever to be honest for anything Unless it's makeup mm. I really don't like Shop in Brown Thomas um, I love to browse But like I went in And like I I was like women's wear And all of a sudden I was like With Mugler dresses I was like ah. And then I tried to find that Again with you that time And I couldn't find it I'm like We were in some place And it was like oh, Some old ass brand It was like Boring 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 clothes And in the That was the coolie section Where we saw that um, Jacket I can't remember the name Of the brand It's like Nanin or something I can't remember mm. but um, the brands there are even like so they're random granny shit but even like the young shit is like it's like Eileen style queen vibe yeah that's the females who shop in print homes yeah well, and I guess Rich, they're the women who are buying it women yeah they're the women who are buying it because like no women, there's no girls out there girls are buying bags not oh. s- <laughs> they ain't selling bags yeah I know that's there needs to be more gender equality in the drug dealing industry <laughs> Because like it's all fellas Walking around with like Their little Gucci side bag I know <laughs> It's so annoying But like the girls In Brent Thomas sucks I ha- really That's like I'll give that's a and review that's our truth That's we a review We right Brent there. Thomas We walked right out And we headed for the offo And got a lot of white claw And um, we were like Okay we'll like sit around Because usually back in the day I mean like pre-choir Like we are Tian girls We love bopping around town And like If I think about Like a couple of years ago I just bop into town And always meet someone it was like a night out would happen so easily. And now because we're old hags, I feel like our friends are like, we need to organize the nights out or they don't happen kind of thing. Well, we're just not like, I mean, there isn't many people all right who just hang out in town constantly. And no. that's just the fact. Because when you are younger, that is what happens. Yeah, like, especially because it's like, when we were younger, it was like people are in college. You know, you're people, always in town. Yeah, yeah, you're hanging around doing fuck all. You know that and way. And you've nowhere to go. No job. No. You're not doing your college work. Yeah, you're just like sat around drinking all day. It's great I fun. I know. <laughs> but now it's like I go around down and I'm like, I don't know. We, me and Lindsay were like, let's go and sit with the cool people around Paris Court steps. <laughs> and like obviously Paris Court steps have started to be like hosed down every time to get the indies off them. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so we were like... Right, we'll, f- we'll go around that area. There was loads of people on fucking, what's it, Castle Street. That, yeah, uh, street by Grogan's. Be- yeah, by Grogan's. And we were like, cool, cool, cool. And we like bumped into Ruthie Ruby, shout out. But she had her crew with her. So we were like, hey, we can't really latch onto them. Um, and we tried. We tried. <laughs> she was like, no. She's like, 
text me later we were like we were like but we but why can't can't we hang out now so we like awkwardly (laughs) sat on like a bench outside fucking uh georgia street arcade oh man and there was like awkward some someone beside us as well like so we had like a (laughs) tiny little space or two horses barely perched on this fucking bench with our little cans of white claw and the sun was going away fast and we were like, well, this is fun. Yeah, and then like I was like, Evans in the studio, we just go there. And then we just went there and invited Sarah and Patch and Pete Farrell over. Yeah. And had a social distance party because it was a huge studio, only six people. And that's how you do it. That's right? how you party porcore. <laughs> but you went in the week after. I went in the week after and it was wild. Yeah, because that was the last weekend before like pubs reopened. I know, and I'm thankful I got to experience it because it was weird. It was like... Obviously, you're all on the streets. You're literally drinking. And they're like, every 10 minutes, they're sending the fucking street cleaner people. Oh, yeah. They nearly swept up my sister. Because they're trying to, like, obviously not have us drinking on the streets. Yeah. So they were like, like, being coming right up to us. The guards are popping around. So we were, like, planting ourselves in different little random sections of town. Like, you have to piss outside. Oh, my God. I never thought about that. You pee, you're like a dog. You're pissing outside. Where, like, what can you do? I know, yeah. You have to, like, go. And then I, I kind of forgot. And then the next week I was like walking up town I was like oh my god I was pissing there a few nights ago <laughs> it's like the comparison from like the night link to the normal bus yeah yeah You're like how is it the same bus or like how festivals at like 3am versus like 3pm it's like it turns into another yeah world. it's another world and town was like that town that night where we, when we were all out reminded me of like the end of a festival when you're like walking home you know when you're like trying to get home yeah and you decide to leave at like 4am on like the Sunday yeah. and you're just like you're you know you forget the walk to the actual place because you're, you're all camping. excited yeah you're like yay fun so walking back you're like through these random fields and there's no music and, and you don't know anyone and you're tripping over mud yeah and everyone's just being like it was just random you're just walking around aimlessly with all these other aimless souls <laughs> that's what it was like it was wild it was <laughs> but last so week, dystopian it was weird so dystopian the last weekend it was like the pubs were back open I've heard mixed reviews I've Same had some people were saying that like it was just free for all. It was like being in any old pub at any old time. Some people were saying like they couldn't hear the people serving them because they had those visors on. <laughs> Some people were saying like, you know, getting kicked out on the dot at 90 yeah. minutes. But then a girl I was talking to in the gym this morning was saying like she went to some pub and it took them, they had it booked or whatever and it took them ages to get seated. But They got seated and then it took them ages to get served and they were like, we only have like 45 minutes left or something and then they came around they were like what would you like and they're like right we'll uh, we'll order two rounds each just so like we have it all here yeah. we all have two drinks they were like you can't order two drinks she was like she's like we literally had one drink for the whole fucking night like and then they'd know where else to go because they hadn't yeah, booked in anywhere book it. it happened with my friend she was um in swords and they were drinking away and it was great but then <laughs> one of her her friends stood up and they were like you can't stand you have to sit she, she was like what I'm just so they were like just making up these random rules my um I went for the opening on Monday and it was lit oh yeah well, you local. just went to your local though yeah I think at the midweek it's good mm. I've been going to my locals for like lunch and stuff that's nice um and yeah it's lit they're like but I think at the weekend they're obviously still trying to function and figure out how the hell this is all working yeah yeah oh because my god because it's so mad 90 minute slots I feel like a robot 
I know. You think in get drunk and leave. can you not like book a double slot? You know what I mean. You think you could be like you'd book. I'm like sure a, you can. Yeah, I'm safe. You're under gonna, like, different people's yeah, names. Yeah, just apparently. all the four girlies. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I've got a book now. But it must it be just depends. They could be Arthos. Yeah, and like I just don't get like for going to the toilet. Like do you have to like put your hand up and be like, can I go? To, like mm. I don't get it. Like, I, and my, then when you go into Brian Thomas, like it was a fucking free for all in there. Oh, Brian Thomas, there was no... I thought Brian Thomas would be anal as fuck because they have the money to put behind it. Like, yeah. my local Duns, whew, that shit was booty over oh, bar. Duns in Port Marnock was mental. They had tea and coffee sometimes in the line. They had, like, workers who were specifically hired to just clean the mm. trolleys after every use. Like, it was bougie. Yeah, it was. Different sized gloves upon yeah. entrance. And Super Value was the same. Super Value was quite high quality, just a smaller shop, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so like, you'd think Brian Thomas would be like... Brian Thomas all they did would... Was like decanter freaking hand sanitizer into a silver chrome. But that was just in Prada. Yeah, true. There was no none like. I, I frankly, I'm disgusted. I couldn't find like. I think it must be maybe something to do with like. But you think they'd have a consistent standard? You yeah, know what it I was mean? random. Or even like that, all the doors were open. All the doors were open. There was no queues. There wandering was, in and out. Yeah, around the men's side, like you know the little entrance to the downstairs and the men's. Uh, mm-hmm. Across from Weirs or whatever it's called There was like There's little hearts That's like Queue here But like there was no one queuing Everyone's just walking in And then like The other day I was in Whatever day it was Thursday just gone And like The doorman had like a mask on That was the yeah, only Yeah I saw that Yeah it was like Oh okay But like he's still the a door- black one <laughs> Yeah <laughs> To match the hat Matt black <laughs> Black with red trim <laughs> Like his fucking hat But like You know It was a free for all And like There was Cause like Some of them were concessions In Mary Thomas Like Tiffany's Has like a velvet rope up And they're like Only one person at a time Same with Louis Vuitton And Hermes mm. They all have like Velvet ropes Where it's like Oh no Only three people Which I'd expect from BT But Prada was like You could walk in Prada oh. There was about 15 people In that tiny little store We were picking up the bags Throwing them on They didn't give a fuck Yeah They had Prada hand sanitizer though And I did use that And I And we blogged it And we Yes we did I regret not picking up one of those masks I know a Prada mask Like that would have been cool It wasn't a Prada mask It no, was just it, like that it, they had the masks in front And we were like Prada mask Some just, of the masks are fucking scary I'm seeing bopping around Really? I saw one guy in town And he had like a black mask on But it had like this big scary mouth like, Ew I hate Like them. big fangs with blood I was like that's petrifying I don't like that And I don't like the ones with the little like I know it's like a filter or something Like you know the ones that have like this like, I pla- hate I'm that like, okay, little like what are we thing. sea punks or whatever that is yeah right? are you going to Burning Man <laughs> literally so br- what's that not sea punk the other one so, steampunk 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 I'm like, a very I say the steampunks are probably enraged they're probably enraged like, they're, I mean their culture is not our costume <laughs> dare I say yeah. <laughs> we're all wearing fucking gasmas steampunks there's not many of them bopping around it's very I think that's more British thing well it's very Camden because you know that big steampunk what's shop what's it called Camden? again like I think, is it dog. Cyberdog Cyber or something dog. like that yeah. it's fucking scary it's, I used to go in there all the time oh I loved going in there <laughs> it's like a rave it's mental they're like doof, doof, doof. And like you'll pick up a little latexy thing, and it's like one hundred and twenty pounds. And everyone in there looks kind of normal. I'm like, do you all just do this on the DL? I know. Like, what are you getting up to? What are you up to? But I say the steam. Yeah, I don't like those masks with the the steampunk. Yeah, they're more vessel. like industrial. It's like a yeah. vent. Yeah. Because I'm like, is your mask better than my mask? Yeah. Why? What is yours like? Yeah, I'm like, ooh, are you? Am I taking in your thing? Is ugh. yours filtering shit? Yeah, some of them have filters. Shout out to our girl Neve. At Nimcake, she yeah. makes the gorge masks that, that we both wear. That you've been seeing, and um, it's yeah, they're it's double. And layered. they're just they're like more um, 
fashion vibe. Sorry, there I said it. Yeah. They're just fashion vibe. I also saw someone with a fake Louis Vuitton mask, which for me is just, come it's on, like get a bloody grip. It's like the fake uh, Louis Vuitton bikinis. I'm oh. like, girls, oh. can we put them to bed? Honey, it's fine. Look, it's fine. You can't <laughs> afford it, nor can we. Let's not pretend. They, but also, they never made it. I actually have no, like with fakes, I can like, I'll like dab to someone who has a good ass fake bag. I'm like, dab on that. That's a good fake bag. Like if some girls I know went to Dubai, they're getting this cool shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if it's a bag they actually made, I'm like, deadly. Shit that they've ne- the brand has never made. I'm like, come on. We know that they haven't made a like nylon weird ass bikini. Oh, like, the that- worst was when I saw on YouTube, there was this some like thing going around where they were like taking old Louis Vuitton bags and cutting them up oh, and yeah. making them into bikinis or little weird tops. That's sick. It's so wrong. It's so, so wrong. wrong. Or do you know what also a pet hate of mine, just random flex on this, but no offense if anyone's getting it, but like I can't deal with people wearing the locks from the bags as necklaces. Oh shit. Yeah, I know what you mean. I just, I can't fuck with that. Like, it, they come on the bag like because you're meant to be so bougie that you're locking your bag because all your expensive shit is in your yeah. expensive bag. Like, th- there's a Dior one going around. I have a Dior bag and the lock is attached yeah. to the bag. I'm not going to take the lock off and be like, see, I've also it's like no, but like I don't even you're mind trying to you- rinse your fucking bag. <laughs> but to be I like I have even- a necklace and a bag. But I don't mind it if like you actually own the bag. It's like worse when like these like resellers are like. Obviously buying these locks and then selling them off again as necklace. I'm and the Louis Vuitton locks are like all bet up looking. Like they're kind of... Well, it depends on the bag, I think. Some yeah, of them true. are some Other of them are shiny. Are. Yeah. But I mean, but for me... But they're usually, if they're being sold off, they're usually like the bag is probably withered away and the lock is it's, it's so yeah. old. The things are betting. Well, it's usually... Yeah, I don't know. I just can't... And they just them. hang because they're obviously a lock. So they're real heavy on the yeah. pen. It's like a big pendant. Random <laughs> flex, but... But fair plays, girls. girls. The, end, the end of my judgery. Shady guns. I know, I'm being so shady, but like, it just popped into Brent my head. Thomas sucks, and I, so does Depop. Yeah. Bye. Oh, we'll be popping around in our Urban Outfitters clothes forever. Yeah, literally. Like, you'd swear we were literally decked out in the best from opening ceremony. Oh, literally, I know. We're not. Anyway, so this week, girls, we are going to be talking about uh, some of our fave coming of age movies music and also which I think does inform us now as well just like these movies and the music did how we use social media back then because that was like we are that age group and I know so many of you guys who listen are the same age group as Lindsay and I that when social media came around you were in your like height of teenage years it was like 16 to 18 and it was just like this whole new world and And we grew up at the turnover which is so interesting yes the last generation yeah the last generation who didn't have the internet at some point who grew up like alongside it yeah not being born into the world wide web the world www the net the net (laughs) speaking Uh, of coming of age yeah I remember like being a little bitch teenager and all my little bitchy friends and we'd be like, C-U-M. And now I see all the OnlyFans girls doing that. Like, come see what all the fuss is about. I know. Always C-U-M. So like if me and my friends were like texting boys, like fully hadn't probably kissed a dude. I'm like, hey, do you want to come over? 
Or are you coming to the and party? Do you, think so you, you went? Do you think Ugh. you knew it was about like come? I think like we knew it was like the sex version of coming. Okay, because I remember we. I think this could just be my naive ass. I just would say come because like we would literally abbreviate every single word in a text message, like to the point yeah. where like it would barely be shorter than the real word. It was harder. It to was do just it. like yeah. It was like C U M or C O M E. Like really not that different. Well, because as well when we first got phones, you only had. A certain amount of Before like, I went into two texts And you had to yeah. play twice yes. So you have your credit So you had to That's as well So I think it was a mix of both Yeah Like I definitely wasn't like Come <laughs> You know <laughs> Down with ejaculation I'd probably never seen it You know the way <laughs> Probably barely knew it happened to Yeah be literally and I would, Here's me being like Coming over. Are you coming over And I just love that The OnlyFans girls do that I think it's I know. so gas I'll have to call this one now This episode It'll have to be Coming of age Yeah and now it's all I can think about When I see the word C-U-M I'm like Ugh. Yeah I know I'm like The word cum is so aggressive I know. Isn't it It's just like Cum Cum And it's just like uh, On my chest please um, Anyway That word's mad The more I think of it I'm like Because you came It's so weird it's like, I've isn't arrived it? I, Here's my cum Isn't that so That's gross so When you think about it Like I have arrived At my destination Of orgasmic And it sprays all over you Orgasmic pleasure I've arrived. I've Pleasure. Come. Who made that up? And he- then who threw the U in? <laughs> it should be like the Stussy U. Like yes. Dot Come. <laughs> I remember girls in school like would have their name Chloe and the E would have the two dots at the end. Oh, I was yeah. so fucking jealous. I was like, I love that. I remember, yes, a few people in my year would like have like a French name and it'd have like the accent from French. Oh, that's be, like, cool. Like a backwards fodder. <laughs> or then like the girls with the Irish names and like if it was like their name was fucking I don't know Aoife has one does it I don't know some of them have a fada on them and then they like some do the like teacher some would, do. yeah the teacher would like write them. Like, excuse me there's a fada on the A Anya has one that's it Anya yeah, has yeah, one yeah, you're yeah. random because it's like oh I'd love a fada yeah a fada a fada come on me fada <laughs> that's the Irish version come and have a fada on the U <laughs> yeah yeah Coom. <laughs> so coming of age movies any thoughts Linz what okay. was what was watching movies like for you as a little little tween I I have fallen out of love with movies and I was so in love with them around that time like coming of age you know when I was younger I would go to Tony's which was my like sweet shop Come VCR shop come come, come. I can't unhear I know. the word I, come. I'm noticing how much I'm saying and uh, he also had like a dry cleaners so he had my girl on VHS oh, yes. and I would literally borrow that every other weekend and was so obsessed I think that's why I love denim shorts she always wore like denim cutoffs oh yeah and I was like mom can you just call me Veda it's just easier to say than yeah. Lindsay <laughs> she's like what like I loved it I think I watched that movie When I was much younger um, But I remember just being So traumatised by it Like I Because I was watching it And I was like This is so good Let's take a little boy And little girl I think I was kind of Around their age Maybe eight or so When I saw it And then when he fucking dies I was like You're actually joking Like I couldn't hack it Like I was literally The bawling Like I was like I think it was probably One of the first films I watched where someone like Dies in it That and I like liked And like a child Like that who the f- I would love to see the sitting down and like okay let's talk movies movies anyone got any ideas yeah. I have one so a little girl she's lost her mother um, and her father actually runs a funeral home that she lives in 
Yeah, that was like, weird as what? well. And then she gets a best friend. She's very unpopular. He dies though. Yeah, allergic sting. to bees. It's like, and he can't see without his glasses. It's so sad, <laughs> but I loved it. I just it loved so her weird. whole like her mood ring. She had like a mood the ring. Mood ring yes. And like Shelly, her like new stepmom, and she was just so kind of quirky and independent. Yeah, I loved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that that is such a deadly film. So good, and um, the music to it is so good. As I well. know. I sometimes still listen to the soundtrack, just like this. And I just loved her gaff. Yeah. Like that when I was a kid and like a preteen or whatever, looking at American gaffs and always the gaffs in movies yeah. are like these ginormous, stunning gaffs. And like Amer- a lot of the houses in America are like that. Yeah. Like it's it's weird. They don't really have, I guess it's so suburban in America, you know, that way. Because like a lot of the shows are set on TV things are like set mm. in the suburbs. So like they're so, like they're far out of a city, you know, that way. But even then like the, the suburbs in Ireland doesn't have houses like they do in fucking America. There's so much space in America. Yeah. Like even their roads in, like are massive. Yeah. And like, their cars are huge. Yeah. But like yeah they're, all their gaffs are like they would never have a semi-detached. No. Never. No never. Never. They're always a singular house on a massive plot of land I wrap around porch. I brought a friend over to mine from church um, my family home and they were like your estate is so American. And I was like oh Really? Like, your, yeah. your state actually is it quite is American. It is American. Yeah, it is quite American. There you go. There you go. Won't, won't disclose where it is, but if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> I think for me, I kind of, when I think of coming age, of age movies, I was probably like 15, 16. Okay. And it was kind of like, my well, let's both talk about one that we both have discussed before, which was actually probably my first time watching a movie that was like a cool older movie of teen subject matter which was almost like your choice of yeah movie, which you was know? Save the Last Dance and I remember when that was coming out like I'd say I was let me do a quick google actually of when that movie was yeah see what age exactly we were yeah oh it's 2001 so I was 11 you were about 13 okay perfect which yeah such oh, a good age goodness, that movie we all went I remember like it was coming out and like that was around the age where like I was starting to be allowed go to like go out on my own with my like my mom would let us like go you know they drop us at the cinema and like a big group of us would all go to the cinema and collect you yeah exactly um and I remember it was like I think it was people in swimming I went with and I I'm gonna say there was about 15 of us like I think (laughs) I think it was like a whole row I think someone's mom actually might have been with us (laughs) now that I think of it I think it might have been for someone's birthday because remember when you'd start doing that for your birthday be like go and send my yeah I did I went to see fly away home (laughs) With my gal pals. It's about fucking geese or something. Do you remember that movie? Yes. What the hell? That's so random. So random. It's the only one on. I really wanted to have a cinema That's party. That's annoying. Yeah, it was annoying when you'd have a cinema party and there'd be some shite movie. I know. Like, I was like, fuck it. We're going to Transformers 2D. Yeah. <laughs> or matinee movie. But we went to save the last dance and I remember like, that was the first like raunchy. And I remember like we were obviously 11 and I think it was 12s. Oh shit And I think we were like Fuck 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 Are we gonna get in Are we gonna get in Literally Some kid like 16 Where we might sell the tickets Yeah Um, And I remember just being like Whoa 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 This movie is fire I remember we had I was on Like I was in a youth group When I was a kid 
um, in my church and we used to go on like day trips to Belfast for shopping. <laughs> and we'd go into like Tammy and buy note, but my mum would give me money and I would be like buying one thing and be like so obsessed. Like my new shoes, my new shoes, they're buffalo, I feel so cool. Um, and then we went to the cinema and like, I was like, oh, whoa, <laughs> I never want this to end. This is amazing. Yeah, I was like, I can't get over like the the soundtrack was like so cool. Hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, just like the fact that it, dancing as well, like that hip hop dancing was really big. It's obviously come back now for kids, but like when yeah, we were yeah. kids, that's why everyone wore like UFO pants and like all that because yeah. it was all like hip hop and like dancing clothes. And like, even yeah, clothes like, that moved with you. Yeah. That helped the flow. <laughs> like even like Boyzone were hip hop dancing. We're trying, <laughs> trying. Remember their first ever appearance on the late late. Yes. They're not even singing. They're just like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> they're like being like little excited eleven year olds. I know. Showing not off. even in unison. Yeah, they're no, all just like separate dancing. And I used to do that at discos, just like hands and arms flailing yeah. and their legs going ninety with the UFO pants. <laughs> but oh then, God. like, I loved. And also, I never, I think that movie, we were talking a little bit about this um, when we were at Courtney's at the weekend. I think that movie was the first time I kind of like, was like, oh, racism. That yeah. must be so in- weird because I, it was the like, it was showcasing like a white woman going into like, you know, a different school with like mostly black people and how, you know, different that was. Then I, I think that was kind of good in the sense because it put like you in the, position and then you're like thinking oh, yeah I think that yeah, I know I'd that say one so. girl who was in my school maybe she felt you know it was probably the most like yeah the, the first movie that I saw that was you could relate to it in a way you know that way it kind of like, taught you something yeah like, you it made knew me about think. racism but it was like Martin Luther King I was like yeah, was yeah. that old man when yeah, I was like 10 yeah, like yeah, I was like yeah, what but like then, then you're you like, see oh. the sexy actor and you're like okay yeah you're like oh my god oh my goodness <laughs> And like I loved the amalgamation of the dancing. Oh yeah, the like ballet hip hop style mashup. Yeah, that was so. I loved my favorite. It was so good. The scene where she like finally uh, auditions for Juilliard, and she, they're like she's doing ballet x hip hop, and the, <laughs> that's my favorite. The judges are like, whoa, 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 whoa. They're We've like, never seen this type of dancing before. Welcome to Juilliard. That's <laughs> like, what he says. Yeah, as if they've never seen hip hop dancing before. And as well, looking only back because I only rewatched that on YouTube. It's shite. Oh, she's like not great. Like she brings out the chair. That soundtrack is oh, fire. Shit, that is so. And good. there's like the shooting. Remember, they're all oh, get, the down, shooting. get down, get down, get down the floor. He is such a sexy He's actor. He so was in loads of things. Yeah, he was what in loads. Was and then he just name? he just vanished. I think he was t- in Moesha. He was always played the same part, like the kind of the fucked up kid with a good heart. Yeah, his never name. Never saw the good heart. I want to see uh, Sean Patrick Thomas His name is Derek In the movie Derek, Yes He's he was, been in loads He's been in loads He always plays And what was the other The other guy was like The good guy Oh He was the good guy No No The guy You know what, what I'm talking about I think he has like A few face tats And he was in Moesha Like Oh He was yeah. the like He didn't like Julia Stiles Yeah 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 He was yeah. like Why are you with her Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I remember the other sexy His sexy ex <laughs> Who would dance with him at the club? Oh yeah, because she, she could really so throw it down. Hot, actually. He was also in Cruel Intentions and played a very similar character. Was he? Yeah. Do you remember he was the in Cruel Intentions? He came in and taught um, what's her name, Selma Blair, is it? And yeah. he taught her how to do the 
uh, cello. Remember, oh. she's the one that Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar is like m- making her fall in love with because she knows that like her mom will hate that she's going out with a black guy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He was played a few very pivotal roles. He's literally so stunning. He's in so much. I'm looking at it here. God, for plate. I'm pretty sure he was on Nickelodeon. Like, I, from really? I, remember, I don't know. Like Moesha, which is like Nickelodeon. Was he Nickelodeon. in Moesha? I think he was the bad guy. Oh, it's not coming up on his IMDb, but I do. He does look. Maybe I'm totally thinking of something else. Which maybe, is like, but anyway, his he was. I remember him in Cruel Intentions, and he was also fucking bright in that. Um, but yeah, Cruel Intentions is another one as well. I I think I was defo older when I saw that first because that is so sexy that movie. But I remember being like, oh, that the fucking soundtrack to that film is to say the last dance. No, to Cruel Intentions. This is who I'm thinking of, Fredo Starr. He was in. Oh, yes, yeah, him. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns. Oh, he's in Save the Last Dance. He okay. was the, remember the one who was like, he didn't like Julius Stiles yeah. and he was like, and the main guy, I can't remember his name, but he was always like trying to help him out. Come on, you're better than this. Graduate. Yeah, yeah. And he was like coming into the He was getting into the guns, guns and yeah, all. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like they they both grew up together and he went down the bad path. Yeah. He was like, come on, leave that shit, man. Come on, you're better. <laughs> and he would be in the club and like dragging him in, getting him involved. Oh, the, yeah. You know? I remember like being so shocked when they, in that scene where she goes into the school and they're like, there's like the gun swiper. Oh my gosh. And I, I was know. like, because I was obviously post Columbine or around the time yeah, of Columbine. Yeah. So it was like, oh my God. Because I remember hearing of that. People being like, do you know in American schools, there's like gun, like the like the thing the security things that are in the airport I was like what and I then know. I saw it in, that fi- in that film I, I was, was like, like are you fucking joking I know I was like what I was in primary school at the time I was like what? oh my god I was like what the fuck I should be worried about guns I never knew that I love I the way to... you just like copy and paste it onto your own experience as a kid you're like I have to worry about guns it's I like, know no nothing you're like no, school you have to worry about sums not guns wow but, dab um, dab on that truth dab um, on that privilege Another another film. I remember when I was like like a proper teenager that me and my friends in school got so into was almost famous. Like this is when we were like fifteen or so. I think we're in fourth year. Or no, probably third year when we got really into it. And we were starting to listen to like cool music. We were like getting into like Led Zeppelin, like all this rock and roll. And then we watched Almost Famous, and we were like jaw on the floor. Like what year were you in? Third year around Third and fourth That's the That's the coming yeah. of age Fourth though I feel like You know what you like Kind of then Third year is when You're starting to dabble See with me With fourth I felt like We had the freedom To actually like Just chill and talk So I, yeah. that's when I was really Investing my sweet time yeah. Into music Oh yeah movies. We were dipping the toe Third year yeah. I remember it was kind of like That's when you're like <laughs> 
I don't like that. I like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, you're like, you have to choose. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? What path are you going Are you a down? rocker? <laughs> yeah. Are you a pop gal? Like, what are you? And we were like... Choose har- your fighter. Hardcore rocker. Like, we were all like mad into 70s rock because we, especially because we watched Days of Confused. Like, that film, we were like, I remember my friend Maria being like, I actually think I'm just going to be a groupie when I grow up. Like, oh, we were like, because like Penny Lane and like, Penny what a Lane. fucking cool name. Penny Lane. Penny. And like, that was also because we knew it was a, re- a true story. So if you don't know uh, Almost Famous, it's a true story about this like young guy who got hired by the Rolling Stone to follow around this band on tour. And like, he was like only like, I think 17, 18 or something. And he got exposed to just this whole world of like 70s rock and roll. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. And yeah, and then like, I, I think in the first gig that he goes on them with, like all of a sudden there's all these girls and uh, they're like, hey, and they're kind of his age. And he's like, what? And what are you doing? Like, where are your parents? They call themselves the Band-Aids. I love that. And we all used to, we all got Converse, blue Converse, because she wore, they all wore like those original, the, you know, the navy ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I remember we also were obsessed this was like I don't know why we did this but I, just, I believe it was something to do with Almost Famous we also used to buy like laces from this shop do you remember a shop on Liffey Street that also so- sold loads of like um incense and all that kind of one of those and had badges yes, sold, yes 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 and they also sold laces my sister stole a poxy badge out of that one day and the oh. man chased us down the road I was like what oh Why yeah because we would Sarah was like go go people go. used to like, steal what? out of that job and he would literally be looking at you you would not get away with <gasps> Robin like, don't fucking know I look bad <laughs> a one pound badge we would buy these laces that were like so much thicker than the Converse you know like the big fat laces laces were, had a moment they had a moment which was the weirdest moment I remember I used ribbons for a while that oh was yeah thing. I had pride laces like they were rainbows Without any concept of pride, obviously, but maybe just always an eye. <laughs> always, always representing. And like, I remember my friend Kaylee had like band aid. She'd put the plaster on her thing, on her uh, converse, That's and then cool. and wrote like band aid on her things. And we were all like, "We are going to be band aids." It's like, oh my god, what are you going to be? Underage groupies? Like to who? You too? What band? Yeah. What well, the frames? <laughs> probably like some band that did the fucking talent show in Mount Temple. That Literally, I remember like... seeing your man uh, Paul Noonan from Bellex One. Oh God! This was like when me and my friends were like fifth year. Our love for music was like oh outrageous, pretty intense. <laughs> like getting no attention from fellas, no boys were liking us, so we were like in love with music. Like we were so obsessed. We'd buy. Like for birthdays We just buy each other Tickets to like The Frames By like one Yeah There was that other Irish band that I can't remember It was the two girls And they were like Playing the Like Ping pong I don't Not Like The ping pong It's not It's like a xylophone Two girls And they had a song In MTV They were like da, da, And they both had bobs Oh yes That's I can't the, remember who they are But Yeah whoever they were They were Irish Yeah I went to see them Interesting Um and then they just poof disappeared but yeah we saw Paul Noonan from the frames in Golden Disc and we're like (gasps) followed him into HMV and we're like hey can we get a photo (laughs) I had like this brick that could take a photo like a it was like my first camera phone and um we took a photo and like the thing is grainy and I couldn't look more delighted. Like it's gone. It's gone on that 3210 or whatever the fuck phone it was. He was like, whoa, your phone has a camera. We were like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, cool. Yeah, do you want it? Loved him. Now in hindsight, he was probably like, can I have your number? <laughs> Call out culture is real. 
Please probably is getting called out Probably yeah. But I'm Yeah like the music thing Was another level as well And that's why I think why we loved Almost Famous I also loved Dazed and Confused Because I was just like it, Yeah They the were just these like Yeah I always see Dazed and Confused And Almost Famous As like a duo Even though they have nothing To do with each other Because it's like Both like these 70s movies That are based of like Kids getting high And hanging yeah. out And get being into music And it was like A different era So it was yeah. something You could never like say the last dance I was like that's happening right now Oh my gosh I can't believe that Yeah And but I'm then, jealous Yeah <laughs> But then almost famous I was like why wasn't I born in I the know. 70s What We always used to be like I should have been born in the 70s Because kids then could do so much more They were all like leaving school And dropping out Yeah And, and like following Grateful Dead around Yes <laughs> And, and they- like I tried my hardest To find like that fur kind of coat oh, she wore my, Me too for years I was like I need one of those like fur trim like almost like fox coloured oh, so and with her curly hair like oh, it was just so and she had like beads in her hair and she, it was and she had like a little chiffon oh she was just so dropped that dead. was the coolest movie she was in ever oh, I, I do like she was because uh, do you know what she also like it's almost like she channeled like old Goldie Hawn yeah. like her mom she obviously she had such a rock and roll energy because probably because her mom's like a fucking cool ass bitch too you know totally. that way so she was obviously able to like and she's always that. had like rocker fellas yeah. rocker husband she is cool Kate Hudson is fucking cool I have to say not I don't know about it anymore but back then she was like yeah back then she was so cool yeah so pretty yeah oh god she was and cool. I think once like years after it came out I found a similar ish <laughs> coat in a chazza and I put it on and I was like <laughs> Why the fuck don't I look like Kate Hudson? I just looked like I crawled out of a swamp. You need like, the Carrie Bradshaw hair that she has. Like yeah, early yeah, blonde. that just bounces off. They have to be like real American looking or something. You, you just know that, can't like, be like it's. You think you just envision yourself as just being them. Yeah, you can't be walking around in a big fur fucking around Dublin town. Yeah, no, you can't. Sixteen. <laughs> Two other movies that I again similar to Almost Famous and Days and Views that I also hold in tandem and I know you both you're on my vibe with this. I'm excited. Would be Factory Girl oh. and Marie Antoinette. I haven't watched Marie Antoinette. Are you jo- Oh there's my truth. Whoa, Lindsay, whoa, you would the strokes are in it. Like the music, the strokes. Like whatever. I ha- okay, I do have to watch it. Do you know what? Sophia Coppola. Like, I see, for me. I am such a stan of the Virgin Suicides. Like that movie for me yeah. and my sisters. Oh, whoa. We got in, like we really were like, my mum was worried with our obsession. Well, it's called it's the, Virgin the Virgin Suicides. Suicide. They all fucking killed themselves. I know. I, I think I watched that for a while once a week, every single week for about a year. I was like, this film is, uh, films will never get better than this film. No. And to be honest, it hasn't. No, okay, no, it's Like we, me and my sisters made up this thing because we read the book afterwards and it's oh, a yeah. complicated book. Like, Do you think so? Compared to the movie, I think I was just like, I love the book I do love the book But I think I was maybe A bit too young or something Okay When I read it But um But yeah Me and my sisters Would have this thing Which we still say We're like That's real virgin suicide Yeah <laughs> but, but I mean Marie Antoinette is so different I just wasn't They're not ready. comparable though You know that yeah. way Because I remember like Virgin Suicides We all watched When I when, I don't know what I wonder what year That even came out That devil came out Before I saw it do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, my friend introduced me to that in secondary school, and it had been out like. Oh, it's ninety nine. Whoa! Holy shit! That and I like, always say there's a golden era of film, ninety nine to two thousand and one. Go watch how many fucking good movies were made around then. It's yeah. in like Jawbreaker. I'm pretty sure Almost Famous. Like all of these movies were made within like two or three years of each other, and they're like such good so movies, good. and they're just so like 
so random. Yeah, like, and fucking... easy watches as well. They're not like, you know, oh God. It's like, but also life-changing. Life-changing, because like that movie, Virgin Suicides, with the soundtrack by Air, and like they were just so yeah. mysterious and like cr- weird yeah. girls. You should watch Marie Antoinette. Though. I will. You will fucking love it. That film for me, I was actually only talking on Twitter when I had Twitter TBT. Let's not bring it up. Um, With... Craig Gimo, an underrated Twitter person, really is. and James Kavanagh. And like he was saying, like, oh my God, I just rewatched Marie Antoinette. I cannot believe I forgot how iconic this movie is. And I was like, that for me, I remember that being such a like, because that came out in like 2006 or seven. Yeah. And I remember everyone being like, oh, because I don't think she had made a movie since Virgin And I Suicides. love that she always uses the same Kristen people. Dunst. Yeah, Kirsten yeah, Dunst. And Kirsten Dunst was like, at this point, she was so famous. Like, she was going out with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, oh. She was, like, peak of her fucking indie actress, like, royalty. I love so her skinny. because she I was, love- like, so wayfish, but mm. not, like, freakishly so. No. She but she also like, had, like, the kind of crookedy teeth. Like, she was gorgeous. She made but, me like, feel okay about my snaggle tooth. Oh, does she still have those teeth? I hope she does. I think she does. I hope she does. Because she was she known does. for those teeth. Yeah, I think she, she's kind of, like, she didn't go down the, like crazy rude yeah you know but factory girl again i mean i will say like of indie actresses and those movies like top peak would be sienna miller drew barrymore kirsten dunst and julia uh, styles julia styles and probably kate hudson because she was she was very big in that that kind of era she was she was cool and you kind of watched a movie for kate hudson yeah you're like or for kirsten dunst yeah Yeah, and julia styles 10 things ahead about you as well you know yeah they were like to be honest that for me that was julia styles peak she looked so good why the fuck did she cut that hair Mm, I yeah. never understood Like she had that cool Wavy wet look curls And it was 10 like, things I hate about you I'm pretty sure she like Started the whole like Moosing your curls craze Because yeah. like everyone Wanted that wet crunchy look It looked so good in her Yeah And did. she never wore that hair again I'm like hon I remember Yeah so I remember like uh, Marie Antoinette came out But also uh, Factory Girl came out Around the same time Factory Girl was Came out at the most perfect time Because randomly I was in A fucking insane Obsession with Edie Sedgwick Oh, I bought yeah. this book I don't have it anywhere It burned In the fire um, It was like The biggest book I've ever read <laughs> I got it from Fucking Eason's I was like I love Edie Sandwick um, I was in college I think at the time mm. So I think I was like I'm kind of like Andy Warhol mm. In the factory In my studio <laughs> um, In NCAD But then I Yeah I found this book I was like I need to know more about her And the book was Fucking massive Oh yeah it started from like the history of the Sedgwick family. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah, because they the are grandfather. so. Yeah, they were like old, old money. money. But like such an insane life. Oh, such a crazy life. life. And yeah, Factory Girl was 2006. So yeah, I remember I was in fourth year. And I'm pretty sure Marie Antoinette, I think Marie Antoinette might have been the same year. Factory um, Girl was like, what I adored about it was how cringe it is. Like the acting is almost a little bit bad. Like it's not like a good I think I completely disagree. So many people always say that. Like, I think that is, she is so like Edie Sedgwick in it. It's insane. If you know. watch, if you watch fucking, in, like they say that, uh, what's that last movie that Edie Sedgwick did where she had her tits done and all that? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, was it uh, something Manhattan, Chow Manhattan or something like that? Mm. Uh, she's the exact same. And your man who fucking plays Andy Warhol is like Yeah, no, he crazy. Warhol was really good. Warhol was really good. But I think it's not even the acting, it was more just like the script. It's just a little silly. Well, yeah, it's corny. Way. Like, remember when she's dancing? 
Yeah I always did this in college Because me and my friend Sarah Were both obsessed with it And we just like Found it so funny Yeah How obsessed we were So like we'd be like Dancing like Kind of 60s vibe Yeah yeah and, yeah And um, yeah. remember he was like Who is she? She's the sauce She's No they're like we have the to, They're like We have to introduce you To someone And then he sees Edie And he's like oh, Guy Pierce plays a thing And she's, she's like Your man who plays The uh, Bob Dylan That's the corniest part Of the whole movie I think When you're there Like they was he Christensen uh, Hayden Christensen Yeah When God, he comes he in, in I mean movie. he was No he was Fucking so. Remember when he Sets His a motorcycle Into the lake Oh He's yeah like, oh. And Bob Dylan Like always Refused to admit That like He never acknowledged thing. Yeah that they had a thing Ever and that was like the whole thing. They're like, oh, I can't believe they put it in the film. Because yeah. like Bob Dylan apparently like popped off when he saw that it was in the film. Because he was he like. mad because he was like with his wife back at that time. I think like he was like he wasn't married, but he was like also, I think he was engaged. Because he got engaged right after him and Edie broke up. And also like like a Rolling Stone. And there's all these f- songs that he wrote about Edie Cedric. Edie Cedric was just like, she was the first fucking it gal. Yeah, she was. Well, like she was just like an proper socialite who then became like a rock and roll star because she started hanging out in the factory. She was an it gal because like she was famous for being her. Yeah. Like she had gone to art college. She didn't ever make any art. She wasn't really making movies. Like, well, she, she was, was Andy Warhol's first superstar. Yeah. You for... know, and like that's what Andy Warhol did. He invented this, like he invented the word the superstar. How insane is How that? How weird. Because he was like, she's not a star. She's a superstar. And then he would just like take these people and be like, you're going to be my new superstar. And they'd go around everywhere with him. So cool I love that old You ever see that old interview They did on like uh, I think they do it in the movie And they're on some TV show And like he won't talk And he only talks through Edie Cedric Oh yeah I think I did She was so She's like Emily doesn't like to talk So interesting looking Mm. Like she had this doll face I had this book From Urban Outfitters That um, was like All these close up pictures of her You could literally see Like the pores (sighs) of her skin Like it was so good And then it came with a CD That was her just Talking Oh yeah the tapes I've heard yeah, a few Yeah the Cedric tapes Because she, she was really well known For her voice yeah. She had this like Really husky like, Husky but like that proper Mid-Atlantic accent Before yeah. Americans became like Valley She's like oh, da, da, da. It was like, like that, it's It was like, like, like a drawl Yeah And she was just Just the fact that like She was a heroin addict But never shut up Like they There were these doctors Who would like shoot up like, she was just on everything She was on everything she, Absolutely everything And I think From that movie Then came off And tell me if you remember this There was then like This whole like Mini 60s revival Because I remember Then Twiggy became huge again And me and my yeah. friend Maria and Anya We were Obsessed with Twiggy We were just like She's the coolest thing And I remember H&M Had just opened On Henry Street And they all had These shift dresses Like you could literally Buy 60s mod dresses And we all bought them And we're all wearing them And I remember once We went to like A guy in our year Was having this uh, Fancy dress party And like The three of us All bought these Mod dresses And I have like Photos somewhere Of the three of us um, In my front garden In my old house Like doing like Supremes poses Oh my (laughs) god Because we all dressed up As like 60s girls And like I fully had a beehive In my hair Like an actual (gasps) Fucking beehive We were all like Looking up I remember my dad Like Creative directing the shoot He was like Okay Line up You know you When you'd line up All like in front of each other yeah. And you'd be like that Posing Looking off I had a, like A fucking Perspex hair banded Like the acrylic ones you know, <laughs> With my bouffant So fun fucking I love Like I wanted to be Edie Cedric Oh I think I me, Recently me and Lindsay I think rewatched it And I was like 
I might start wearing the tights. I might, I might, the leotards and the tights. Yeah, she would it. just wear tights. And again, she had like the big fur coats and she had those mad goggles. Gla- oh, her earrings. Because she had like short blonde yeah. hair. And like always a cigarette. It's so good. Like her, she dyed her hair to look like Andy Warhol's wigs because they wanted to look like twins. Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> and they were only friends for six months. Like that is the best thing about it. Like her whole like arc was about six to eight months long. And he even at the end was like, didn't really know that well. And everyone's like, what? And he's like, no, didn't really know her. So mad. like, she was a mess. <laughs> Fucking guys. She was. She had like two house fires, I remember. Like she was oh. always like, didn't she like, she lived in hotels. I think she like burnt Towards down. the end of her life. Yeah, yeah she lived like, because she was just always getting cut off. But I was yeah, obsessed with fucking Edie Because I just felt like I read that massive book and I was like so trying to soar somewhere. Like I was like, I love this girl. I want to know better. And you never knew. Like she was just she was a so intriguing, even though there's so much out there. Of her. Yeah. So moving on to music. You were saying it was like, what, fourth year you started to get really invested or fifth year? Yeah, fourth year was when, because like fourth year in my school was so chill. Yeah. Like we were literally just wandering around, going on the hop all the time. And that's when I really started to go into town, 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 town all the yeah. time. And it kind of like, I was able to go to gigs. Because you know. gigs are like dip the toe into going out. Yeah. That's why I was going to gigs too. Because my parents, if I was ever like, can I go to this bar? They'd be like, no. absolutely not. But if, if I was like, rave, can I go to a concert, which is just music in a bar? They'd be like, yeah, go on, off you go. Yeah, I know. It they was. They just didn't really care. Or they just, I mean, also, like, if I had a 16 year old, I'd be letting them go to gigs. I'm like, come on, go. Feck off out of my house, yeah. please. <laughs> please get out. But, like, a gig, it's also, like, a good thing to go to, I think, as a child. Like, as a teenager. It's cool to see live music. And yeah. Like, you know, it like it actually does. It builds up your kind of ability to go out and be in town kind of late and all that yeah, kind of shit. Which is a good thing about like, you know, town is like, which is gas. I was only saying this the other day, bringing the kids back into town after quarantine was like stressful as fuck because they haven't been they're so not versed to town anymore yeah. like we were walking down the street and um there was some lad like on his phone half pissed being like you're a fucking slow yeah you are yeah you are like, screaming down the phone i was like oh come on kids come on <laughs> rilo was like he is so rude on the phone why is he saying, i was like rilo shut up you'll get the fucking head kicked off not Malahide anymore yeah i know hon we're not by the coast anymore darling it's not North County Dublin No It's not D13s It's like Shut up Or we're getting Our faces Kicked in by the fucking lad They don't see age In town But like I needed that Like My mum said that When I was in um, When I was going into town Like she brought me in first On the bus Like me and my friend And like we were like They're all knackered Like saying mad things My mum was like Shut up saying that oh. Unless you want to get Bet up We were like <laughs> <laughs> So fucking like privileged to yeah. be like. Oh. So yeah, I was like, you need to get used to being in town and oh, knowing yeah. the war comes at town. Well, what's it like? I was gonna say street style, not street style. Street cred. Street smart. Street smart. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiots. Lindsay and I the other day were on the phone and we were talking about Lindsay. We were talking about chess and then Lindsay said chess mate and I was like yes chess mate. And then I was like for ages oh, wait, we were like hold on checkmate isn't it. <laughs> I play my enemies like a game of chess. No stress. <laughs> the Fuji. The Fuji. Because re- this is why we wanted to do this episode because we have spoken about it when we were in quarantine. It really made us feel like teenagers and it kind of rebirthed that whole like. I really like love like I got back into shows and movies and music in mm. quarantine because like we were soaking up content so much it was really like enriching to listen it was to music. Feck and all stuff. else to do. Yeah, so it I was, was like- really dependent on like. 
shows and music and yeah. stuff to kind of like fulfill my day because I was we all were sat in our fucking gaffs so um it did kind of remind me of like that coming of age years when you're like because obviously when you're growing up and your mom is able to say what you're allowed and not allowed to listen to or watch and when you start to gain control over that and you can go out and find like your own music and your own movies it's so much more like I don't know you just you love it because mm. it's like you, well, you discovered it. it yeah yeah so I remember like you know that saying like oh don't ever judge a book by its cover I used to always go into like bookshops and record shops and just go by the cover and that's how yeah. I met like that's how I found my favorite book on my favorite band one of my favorite bands which were Arab Strap is the oh, band because yeah. I think it's my favorite cover ever it was just this girl like putting on lipstick like back she was like a groupie so it was probably like I was still jizzing over almost famous and <laughs> yeah. I was like oh my god it's a groupie and like yeah he's just like no one has ever loved Arab Strap as much as I have no and you got me into Arab Strap I, who are like I mean because I, I obviously listen to a few of your playlists me and Andy listen to each other's playlists we like playlists we like making um, listening we do and I was listening to yours in our apartment the other day and like everyone was like what music is that because when you hear Arab Strap for the first time you're like this is mental because it's Aidan Moffat and he's like a Scottish poet. Yeah. And so it's amazing sing. music with him being like, and then you came over and took your panties off. Yeah. <laughs> I could smell your vagina. Like it's yeah, mental. Yeah, it's stuff. really, really mental. But it's, it's like, And that I really felt. That after an Shaped edible? me. Oh, honey. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what was I listening to? Girls of Summer. Oh, that's On edibles. So, no, that's beyond I belief like, on edibles. Uh... <laughs> Because the mu- music is so cinematic. Oh, yeah. And, like, atmospheric. And then he just, like, cuts the music with his, like, Scottish doll. Yeah. And he, he doesn't sing. And he's an incredible poet as well. So yeah. it's like, it's like Bukowski with a feckin' a Scottish accent. Literally. He's like a big dirty old Scot. Yeah, dirty know? old feckin' drunk. Yeah, yeah. And he's so good. And, like, I just, I found them through a Tower Records. I went in and I was oh, like, that's Debbie. Yes. And I came home and I was like... What? That's so cool that you found that? it that way. I know. I was like, just, I was like, I've never heard anything like that. And I think it really changed my outlook on life because, like, my upbringing was so sheltered with sex. Like, we weren't allowed mm. to speak about it at all, hear about it, anything like songs, movies. Like, we were not allowed to watch. I wasn't allowed to watch Friends when I was a kid or The Simpsons because there would be like sexual references yeah. and stuff like that. So I was so unaware like not like able to talk about it and then I listened to Arab Strap and I was like he's just talking about sex in the most matter of fact yeah it's not it's like romantic but not romantic at the same time it's romantic in how real it is yes yes. and like it's also he's not trying to be controversial he's just being real and it just is like shocking because I hadn't heard someone be that transparent Mm. with like it's just so interesting and it just taught me loads about relationships like he makes songs about like fighting with your girlfriend or cheating or like her you know loads of things and it's just it really shaped the way I think I speak the way I do because of that band about like sex and love super poetic but matter of fact as well yeah I think I remember I think as I said like third year or so I was kind of getting into like my own music like I was you know like but I was still kind of informed because my dad was like (laughs) Gas bastard He's like right You aren't listening to Shite music anymore Here's physical graffiti By Led Zeppelin Get into them And me and my brother Were like okay And we were like Whoa I cannot believe This has a 12 minute Guitar solo Hello And we were like <laughs> Fucking so into Led Zeppelin And then I like That spawned my love Of like 
proper like old school rock and roll but then I think my mo the moment of me like a real coming of age because I think a coming of age moment within music is finding it's kind of going alongside a band as they blow up because there was always this untangible element of being into older music like Led Zeppelin yeah. that like I could never see them live I could I would buy your DVDs and watch them but I could, you weren't never, there to experience it yeah there's always this FOMO element where you're like oh if only I was Penny Lane or yeah, yeah. I, like I can't see them live ever or I can go see Robert Plant's Sons Band live yeah. like, and I mean, you can also there's people like that who can get so addicted to like old music that they're like fuck new music yeah. like, oh it's never the same yeah. you'll never be around for Zeppelin yeah like, yeah yeah so you don't want to be like that because then yeah. you can't enjoy your new current, music yeah and I remember like a band that came on the scene like with a bang and I remember the first time I heard the Arctic Monkeys bet that you look on the dance floor I was like what is this because the Arctic Monkeys as well which is so cool for our generation I think they were the first ever band to go viral from the internet they began on MySpace and they put out singles and MySpace launched their whole career they were the first ones from social media to be then become so like mad. worldwide stars because their album I think they, their single came out they went viral and then by the time they had gone fully viral they had already recorded their album so they just like blew up and I remember like that fucking song that song hearing that like riff like yeah like because it was almost it was very because we're also the generation of like indie rock and roll and indie rock and roll was so like vast it's quite a a large umbrella term because like some people sound like the strokes or some people sound like kings of leon but then there's also arctic monkeys like there's a and then there's the libertines like because i think i loved the strokes i loved kings of leon yeah but the Libertines, yeah. I I love them and I, like I appreciated their music so much and I still love The Strokes mm-hmm. fucking so much. I wouldn't oh, yeah. really be listening to Kings Leon too much. The old albums though, I would They say. are. I mean, I still uh, have Shake Heartbreak. Oh. Yes, I will push play on that motherfucker. But um, I think then we had, so that was obviously in America. So it still yeah. felt like so far away. We could see them at Oxygen or like the big shows. But like The Libertines, they were deadly, but they didn't have bangers the same no. way like Arctic Monkeys when the they Arctic came Monkeys out was like, they were more like okay I, I get this like yeah. the Libertines I think I was fascinated with because like Pete, Pete Doherty is like they had the whole romantic out. element to them it was more like the experience of them it was like, more like the tabloid Pete and Carl like hated each other but had to make music together they loved each other like brothers like, yeah. fought, like, <laughs> like it was like fought like lovers like it was, yeah, yeah, so, oh, it's like a soap opera it, yeah it was not about the music at all I remember like their seeing, music and you're like what? I know I remember that like I was like they look so cool like I'd see them like on TV on like Channel 4 talk yeah. shows at night and sheep, stuff sheep 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 and I re- like I loved the whole yeah it kind of the Libertines built the kind of like narrative of it yeah. just like gin and teacups and little petticoats yeah and- yeah but the, they the songs were pretty shit yeah like they weren't in any way but like the Arctic Monkeys and I lo- what I loved about the Arctic Monkeys back then anyway 2006 when that first album came out they're like the way they looked they were like 17 year old yeah you could normal relate. looking lads like, they weren't drop dead like Alex like, Turner you were like I love you but yeah. like now you are but like not then he was just like a little spotty little yeah. kind of, like he was so cute I loved that look I fucking hate that Alex Turner is who he is now. I know the slicked back hair he literally like, changed his whole person I'm like what the fuck are you doing yeah. I, I used to watch like I liked the cover he did of Drake's um, he did a cover of a Drake song on like some BBC mm. live thing it was like um, whatever it was 
that come on over with. Yeah, I remember it. Um, and he's like, he acts now when he performs. And he just knows that he's cool. And the whole, the, like, what was so endearing about the Arctic Monkeys were these uh, northern lads. They were like a new oasis. It was like that they were kind so of vibe. not aware. Yeah, yeah, like they had their guitars right up. Yeah. Like they weren't trying to be cool and playing. They were just trying to play. They were catching up with their virality. Because I remember they went, as I said, they went viral so quickly. And I remember they had already booked a gig in um, the Academy, Iconic Dublin. If you were oh. if you were around for Academy gigs. If you gigs, went to see that, did you go to see that? No. Fucking and that was the hell. most annoying thing. So I remember I was in fourth year and it had already sold out. So they had already gone, they had gone viral and then they'd already booked this gig. So I think when they went viral, the gig sold out in like oh my gosh. minutes, but it had been up on sale for like months because no one knew who the fuck they were. So like by the time they played the Academy, like they could have sold out the, like the fucking three arena, but they were like, you know that one of those weird things like when Lizzo came it was like yeah, Lizzo yeah, played yeah. The, the Olympia randomly because like but by the time she was playing it she, probably she was, could have easily done something massive you so know? they are the best gigs I've, I don't know if I've even I've always, I always miss those gigs oh, no I remember the one we missed we've missed two Lana Del Rey Lana Del Rey in Vicar Street oh I'll never ever get over that and I think Amy Winehouse before I had gotten oh. into her played Same. the Olympia and I'm like oh could you I have to literally suppress and yeah, the, honestly like it didn't happen the, the academy RG Monkeys was one for me as well because I remember there was just this big I, this was early fourth year so like I was probably still 15 this was like probably October like I was only in school a month and I remember so many people were like we are getting tickets like this band had just blown up and it was like everyone was just after tickets and I was like I know my mom will not let me go because at that age she was probably a bit and it was like 18 so yeah, it was more yeah. I think it was also in the, like the one thing my mom would never let me do was like go to big gigs like this on like a school night I was like for fuck's sake of course they're playing on a Tuesday and I remember all my friends like I think about three people I knew got tickets and there was like all these like six year boys who were going and they were all going with them I was like for fuck's no sake and like way. that one that was like such a like you know when you just feel like a loser because you're not let go and the people are like are you going to Arctic Monkeys and then like I'd be like I can't get a ticket they're like my friend sell them one you're like uh, uh, trying to think of another uh, excuse to be like my mommy won't let me go yeah. not allowed to see Alex Turner and I think what was so good about that time was like this was before like we're talking about MySpace this was before Instagram so like they had the whole like. Alex Turner then started going out with Alexa Chong. So cool. Like they were the couple. I saw them once. I know. I remember one of the first things you told me when we met. Because you would just come back oh from England gosh. then. It's like 2010. You were like, we were literally sitting in, what was it? Like London Fields? Yeah, they we were in like a little random field in London. It was not even London Fields. It was like oh, right just, outside like Alexa Chong's house. Like Dalston. Yeah, something like that. And like I went over to visit my friend who uh, had gone to London after art college. And we were just bopping around and we got like some lunch and sat down. It was a really hot day. And right by us was like Alex Turner, Dominic Jones, um, Alexa Chung, Pixie Geldof, Nick Grimshaw. They were all like drinking Jack Daniels and like running around. And, and didn't I, you say they were popping in and out of Alexa Chung's gaff? Massive gaff. <laughs> massive fucking gaff. They were popping in and out, getting like more glasses. And like she had like that little dinky Chanel and just oh, like yeah. fucked over her, like flung over and like this cute little dress she looked drop dead pixie on the other other hand wasn't looking great but um but her and alex turner then like just sauntered off down the road she had her arm around him because oh, she's so much taller, taller 
And just the way she, I thought that was so cool. They were really fucking cool. They were. Th- they should have got married. I'm honestly, so dumb. it's so stupid they broke up. They kept each other so relevant. I know, and they just looked great, and like they looked so in love. And I saw, I'm trying to find it, but I saw on Instagram the other day. It was like a note that he had written to her. Oh. And he was like, I want to kiss your lips again. Oh. I can't stop thinking about your lips. Like, oh, they were dreamy. They were so, like, yeah. And then when he broke up with her, that's when he started to become all this Elvis vibe. Yeah. Yeah, like he literally had a comb in his fucking back pocket. And he'd be like, (laughs) running it through his oiled hair. It was like, what? Are you up to? The Arctic Monkeys were fucking dead. They were so But we obviously also have this, like, shared love of the Strokes, which we've spoken about a good few times, but that was another band that was like... The Strokes was truly my... If we're talking about coming, I came. Oh, yeah. That is my, like, <laughs> that is my, like, true orgasmic sensation music. Like, yeah. I can't with the strokes. Yeah. I can't deal that they're still f- fucking putting out albums. Just Incredible like albums. Amazing well. albums. Just like, yep, yeah, there's another one. <laughs> that, we missed that gig right before quarantine in Belfast when they played to 2,000 people. They uh, just set, they just randomly released it, remember? Sick, yes, in Belfast. And it sold out in like two minutes or something. Yeah, and it was in like some sort of like opera hall. So like the acoustics would have been fun. You know, it, yeah, was, it was yeah. very much a music goers. Event. It wasn't like a drunk an event. Yeah. Didn't they like, say, wasn't there like mixed reviews? Didn't you say? Yeah, I think they um, they didn't play for long and stuff. Yeah, but fuck it. But we did see them at Electric Picnic. So that yes, was good. Which we were was like, literally up the very front. I was like salivating. I mean, I was insane. But like, I was like, <laughs> it's just, I'm so into Their music is just so deadly. It was yeah. just that time of like, you know, being a teenager and feeling that like rebellion in you yeah and that I, music just spoke to me like I that. remember loving Kings of Leon as well like they're and when you say Kings of Leon now people just think of their corny sex on fire and I'm like no they were yeah so cool when they first came out again like, when they first came out with that oh, weird hair remember the little yes. fringe and the weird and they were like quality. and they were all cousins and shit it was so random they were all like brothers and cousins yeah they're and they were all, all related. like brought up Christian yeah they're Baptist aren't they they're mm. like super Christian and I remember like I think I said on the pod before but like my Bebo name because we're going to talk about this on the after we talk about Kings of Leon but back in uh, like the old social media days you would have like like a, a name so it was like you'd have your normal name then it'd be like Bebo.com forward slash and that would come up in these little like commas and mine was Taper Jean Girl because that <laughs> was Dipping Girl let me go because their their music was like rock with a bit of country kind yeah of. it was like so twangy and fun yeah they were so cool and like deadly dancing music yeah like back in the day like when I was in school and going out like to clubs that's what they were playing they were playing yeah. rock they weren't Indian playing nights. fucking like hip hop they were playing like Kings Leon The Strokes Libertines Arctic Monkeys like <laughs> and then the Ting Tings and the Claxons <laughs> came along and that was a bit more like dancey yeah, it yeah, was like the and then LCD sound system oh, kind of came along, LCD that kind of stuff, and it yeah it got a bit more dancey up in this bit. But it was like electro indie still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was still like doing your weird dancing in yeah. your little like fucking white brogues. people dancing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I prefer because I can't like dance to hip hop. I feel like I feel like a full on but not a show. I'm like I can't. <laughs> you I have did... to dance sexy to it. I know you can't dance nerdy to hip hop. No, but I feel nerdy yeah. as a white person dancing to hip hop. Uh, fully. Like if I go to like a hip hop gig, I just stand. I kind of do a I kinda, slow shuffle. Yeah, I kind of like I'll nod my do. head. <laughs> Julie Styles say the last dance like the oh, swag, the back and forth side. with the shoulders. He's like loosen up. Yeah. Listen up. She's like, oh. maybe we'll get some tips if we watch we'll, that. We'll scene. have to rewatch that. Um, but yeah, I love Kings Leon because there was like a scale of like types of music back then, and like there was the the indie scale was like 
punk but then alternative and I think like the Kings of Leon were more like on the alternative side but then on the other end was like Arctic Monkeys and then the strokes were kind of in the middle do you know what I mean if you had a scale like the Arctic Monkeys were quite like punk those riffs were like yeah. you know that way but then the strokes were kind of right slap bang in the middle this like New York rock and roll yeah. kind of vibe and then they were more like alternative kind of country and yeah yeah they were fucking so good so fun and like it was just deadly like because it just matched perfectly because you were going to the festivals in summer and the bands that you had been obsessing over all year with your gal pals in school you're going to Oxygen and they're playing I wonder do people feel that way like what about picture this are they like that now I I, I mean I couldn't re- it's mad now I remember we were at like, I think it's like Cardi B and shit I, and, I feel like a granny and last year it was like Billie Eilish yeah and she played that because Evan went down to EP the day before us and he was like that was the biggest crowd and for Florence and the Machine and I'm just what the not fuck? F- people are obsessed with like she was playing Oxygen back in the day I remember I did the first album I went to see her in like a tent I was never mad into her though I was not a Florence girl I went because my, my friends were her, mad into it I used to like go into her room and be like can you shut the wailing that wailing cunt off please <laughs> she's like Wah. it's like ow shut up like it's like she's moaning it's like ha ha what's her famous song the stars the moon oh that my one. god yeah it was everywhere you I was like sing along to it because it's too like it's just too intense Yeah Like I, just, I remember my sister would Because we'd be going down Say to the country For like yeah. a holiday And we'd all have Like when we First it was my dad's choice Because my mum's not really Into music To be honest she like, I don't like it Anyway It's annoying <laughs> Yeah It's just very loud It's very noisy isn't it <laughs> And um, So but my dad Like Likes his music that he liked back in the day, like Elvis, Van Morrison, Bob Marley. Van Morrison, t- show me an Irish dad who does not like <laughs> yeah, Van know. Morrison. And honestly, in my years recently, I've been like, dear God, Van Morrison's so talented. I know he's look. That's music. And, and my friend, he's a grumpy bastard as well, which I love. I know, well. I know. And everyone's like, you never know what you're gonna get with Van. Some nights he'll be like, how are you? Because he's from Belfast, doesn't he? And then like some nights, Is he he just, I didn't yeah, knew that. Nordy. And then some nights he just plays his songs, doesn't even speak to the audience. Yeah, you I can tell he's a big moany prick. For any sometimes like, people see him in pubs, and like sometimes he's like, how's it going? And then sometimes he's like, fuck off. <laughs> Another Bukowski, I feel. Yeah, yeah. A poet a with poet. an attitude. A poet with some problems. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah then like We got into our teen years And we all wanted to have Our song on mm. our Our album on And Sarah used to put on Jeff Buckley Oh yeah you told me She was obsessed with Jeff and, Buckley And like I love a bit of Jeff Buckley If I'm like going through A mini heartbreak In my yeah. own brain And yeah. I'm like rolling around Feeling the bed. emo Yeah but like Jeez I'm not like My dad was like <clears throat> When he's like Entitled to the kitchen chair oh, yeah. I was like Sarah can we fucking I remember that would happen though when you were a kid. You'd be like, Mum, did you ever hear this song? I'd be like putting on like some random Kings of Dion song and it's all about like fucking writing. And I'd be like, I would never hear the lyrics until I played to my mum. And she'd be like, oh, like that Milk song. Do you remember that? Yeah, I loved that song. What was it like again? That was the real, it was like, oh, fuck, why did it go like? It was the real slow one. It's like No, that was a different one. That's Jeff. No, but there was something about tying and then they were like, Kissing your lips Or something And I remember being like Whoa this song is actually so funny. I remember intense. I got pregnant When that song was kind of Fame Well I think maybe We were just listening to it loads With milk Um, It could have been milk It was the one There's a lyric like You're keeping it. your baby, baby. And my sisters were like that You're keeping it. your baby yeah. I was like This is it Oh I love this one This is salty leaves right Yes yeah, so, And I thought it was salty knees 
soul. Oh. I put that on a playlist the other day. But isn't it soul TV? I also heard that going around. That was like a thing. St- it was, and like, it was like, she'd show me her toothbrush, her hourglass body. body. She had no problems with drinking milk and being school party. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's so mean. I know. I was like, I am her. I don't, I, I'm always late for that, school. And I remember like that song was like when I, when I had like my proper first fancy, I would listen to that song and just be like, stay for me. <laughs> I remember Phone Me Tonight by Arab Strap was my like song when I was living my fake heartbreak. You know when you're like fake heartbreak. It's like I would just exaggerate things in my own head accidentally. Like when I was like a young teen, like I'd be thinking that me and him were like looking at each other. If if he like glanced at me, I'd be like, Oh my god, the tension, you could cut it with a knife. I know I loved a good pining moment Yeah Like pining was my thing Like which is very It's adjacent to heartbreak You you just haven't rode them Or kissed them Or even spoken to them them. Yeah (laughs) But you are like We have this burning love That cannot be He will You'll be literally Frigging yourself Thinking about like One time in the canteen Where he kind of looked at you I know While holding his girlfriend's hand Yeah He loves me And you're like This nerdy freak Slicked back bun or like I would literally be doing it to like I was in second year I'd be doing it to like I'd literally be thinking about it like sixth years in my school and I was like second year and I'd be like he fancies me I'm weirdly and I'm like because like no. yeah you're like randomly you had to collect something from your mom outside like when yeah and he'd be like alright and you're yeah, like because you're walking by the corridor he's like, like 14 he's a full grown adult and he's, he's getting locked on the weekend and he's definitely not looking no. at you no. I had a satchel for a school bag. Yes, it was like bags an are cool. East pack, and it literally had East like pack, it was so extra. It was like I was kind of in my hippie phase, and it was like orange flowers. All this, fun. it was <laughs> mental looking. Very Penny Lane though. That's what I thought. Penny Lane brought in satchel bags, so she had a satchel bag, and it was swinging around in the wind. <laughs> like, I remember my friend, my friend Meg had a satchel bag, and hers was the coolest, like this army green color. We were all like, that is so fucking cool I had a Yan Sport bag that was also a flex that's cool but then I was sick of it by the time the satchel bags came in fash um, they were hard because they wouldn't fit your fucking books so I'd have half the books in my hand just to hold them like, but then I kind of felt I, American I, I felt American <laughs> I was like I actually loved that I was just holding my bag yeah and then there was always some holding my bag. slut in school who'd have a handbag as their school bag and I'd be like oh yeah. that's cool have what a tampon f- and a cigarette in it <laughs> like oh, I forgot my book it's like do you mind if I light up in here <laughs> yeah <laughs> and shove this tampon on my arse Smith <laughs> So I've got my period Heavy flow yeah, Heavy flow I'm really fertile Yeah My big tits <laughs> My big bra So To end off Let's talk about Social media Back in the day Because uh, it also Came into the music thing Because I remember then When like my space Started popping off I think I had moved Away from like Some kind of Rock and roll music And I was kind of Getting more into like Hardcore Kind of shit I was like Really into like The whole emo Kind of thing But also a bit of like electronica Like do you remember Death from Above 1975 I was Fucking <laughs> obsessed with them I was like This is the coolest music ever It's electronic Is it the two guys Yeah and they had like The elephant trunks Yeah And I, that was my MySpace song And that was the flex Back in the day it is, like, What was your MySpace song My MySpace song Oh yeah Coco Rosie Oh very you I know Very when I found you that, I found that band again A weird ass way I was on MySpace And I broke up with my first boyfriend who like we didn't even have sex like we dry humped you know and I was like so heartbroken I I cried for two days straight didn't stop crying no I remember my mum being like can you uh, unload the dishwasher and I came down 
in a dressing gown, her dressing gown, naked underneath, bawling. She was like, what? I was like, <gasps> I just can't deal with this. Couldn't stop Like literally I was like I'm not even sad I don't I think yeah The first heartbreak that I had I think I didn't go to school Like I just mitched For three days straight And I I, I didn't eat I was like I'm not eating I know I was so upset (laughs) Oh my god I didn't even like him That much I know It's just this weird thing You have to go through I feel And like Yeah totally And then years later I think I was randomly Stalking His new girlfriend On MySpace And I saw She had a little song And I pressed it And it was Coco Rosie And I was like that is the most beautiful music I've ever heard in my life. Why do I love her? Why do I love her? You did good, kid. Well done. She's wonderful. Incredible music taste. And Coco Rosie were just my MySpace flex. Yeah, that's a good flex. They were weird. I'd never heard music like that. <laughs> really weird. They're fucked up. I always think of you when I hear Coco Rosie. I know, like I was... You were bet into them up until you were like in your... I mean, now. I yeah, I don't know like, when that randomly went. So I think I when I went to see them Sometimes that happens to me with music Yeah it's like closure Yeah Because that kind of happened to me with Lana Del Rey I saw yeah, her and I was you're like saying. I'm kind of done I'm done here Yeah You've gone full circle It happened with Joy Crooks as well I loved her I went to yeah. see her And I was like Nah But I get it. it I think it's just more like closure You're like oh There we but go But then the strokes When I went to see them That like Reburst my adoration Yeah true But maybe if you saw them in Belfast You'd be like Okay yeah maybe You know that Because I saw Aidan Moffat And I was like I'd been waiting for so many years And I, I couldn't believe it I walked by Grand Social And I saw Aidan Moffat I was like What? Because like Arab Strap was, I found them when they had broken up And everything Yeah they were like 90s Yeah And they like had a really bad breakup And yeah. hated each other and stuff And um, I went to see him in Grand Social And like I went up to him afterwards And I was like I I love your music <laughs> Like really Thank you And he was like Oh I Thank you You're welcome I was like Can we talk about it? I know I'm like <laughs> I, I, No no You don't understand What's your favourite thing About the music? Ah. I know I was like You make me feel like I'm being listened to Like fucking shite And he was like Oh Look I don't even listen To my own wife I was like Oh Oh What? You're married But you're talking about Shagging all the time Like Groupies Me <laughs> Possibly me But yeah I remember like That was Because like MySpace was a flex For the thing But it was different To Bebo in that way Because Bebo like You'd have a flashbox But it could also be A funny thing But MySpace was like Here's my art My art It was your website and You're like basically. here Yeah I was there coding Oh coding Yeah What was your vibe On MySpace Colour scheme etc um, I had a few different ones I remember I had a Full glitter background For a while Oh I thought that was quite cool Because uh, I figured out How to like Take a, f- a f- picture from Google And like put it in the CSS code And it would be like tiled And I was like I learned how to do that too I used my own Yeah and people were just like Whoa how did you do that And I was it like was... send me your code I'll do it for you And it also took hours Oh but like random We got so good at it And then I think I, I You also... know when you like Did one slash accidentally And it fucked up the whole thing oh. And it would Yeah you just go in And look like Fucking so shit I also <laughs> had like I had I think I had like an all white one for a while and it was because re- I, I kind of there was definitely like um, trends kind of like trends on Instagram now where like everyone's using like a similar filter with all the grain or hooji but back yeah, on yeah. MySpace there was trends like because I remember for a while everyone would be getting into the themes and doing themes 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 and it would go crazy but then there became this kind of cool like minimalistic where you went back to just the original the original MySpace layout oh yeah that, which like, is like I don't really give a fuck it was about just this. like Tom is my friend uh, this is how he wanted it So How is Tom? I don't know I'm sure he's rich 
I hope he's doing it. I, although I think I might have heard he never sold it or he could have sold it back when it was huge and he could have made so much more money, some shit like that. Because it's still bopping around. I think it's owned by um, Microsoft now. I it's still up. You can literally... I need to try and find my, my space. I, mine, annoyingly, so my uh, boyfriend, I'm pretty sure I said this in the pod before, but he made me delete it. Controlling freak. Why? What were you putting up there? Just sexy I wasn't books putting. No, I wasn't putting up sexy books. He was like, "Oh, you're talking to these guys," and he was, but he had no proof. <laughs> Let me talk to my like, American friends. Yeah, no, they were from Dublin. But like, oh, I was really? also like, "You're annoying as fuck." Like, I talked to just American. Like, dudes I'm trying to be cool to the like older emos. Just let me let me cheat on you for fuck's sake. Let me just fucking have an emotional affair via the internet, okay? You controlling freak. <laughs> oh my goodness, I loved it. I was friends with just Americans, and like when we we went over to America and we met these guys, and then we like had them on face on MySpace when we came back and kept the conversation going. <laughs> so fun. I met friends on MySpace and stuff. Really? Yeah. The girl who did my dreads I met her on MySpace oh, I wrote gosh. to her Because she had deadly pictures On MySpace And she had these dreadlocks And I was like You're so cool And I wrote to her Being like How did you do your dreads Because in NCID I tried to do them mm. Like where the fuck Did I get this fascination With MySpace I guess And um, I got beeswax From like some health store And I just like Melted beeswax And put it all in my hair And it looked <laughs> like, <laughs> I just twisted my hair And covered each twist In Beeswax And I was like Okay what the fuck I look insane And I literally had to buy Like three bottles Of heavy duty Conditioner And my mum Fine toothed combed And she Gave out to me The whole way through She was like I just can't believe <laughs> Like that episode of The Simpsons where Lisa gets that big fucking bit of chewing gum in her hair oh, and they used to yeah. trigger the fuck out of me. I'm uh, like, oh. but yeah, like I, I wonder. I always wonder. Like, did MySpace inform how we use social media now? Because do you remember how confessional MySpace was with the bulletins? Yeah, so and like, famous people were doing that. Yeah, so like if you don't, if you weren't on MySpace, you'd have like a homepage, which I guess is like kind of like your feed on Facebook or something. Yeah, and it bulletins basically invented statuses. I think. Because you, what you would do, it was like this little part in the bottom left-hand side of your homepage on MySpace. And a lot of it was kind of like almost chain mail Like it would be like, well, I see a lot of it on Instagram now where, you know, when people have like those um, kind of like aesthetic laid out things where they'd screenshot it and it'd be like, my favorite color is blah. My favorite movie is blah. Mm, you know, those yeah, things yeah, and people yeah. filled them in on Instagram. Yeah, but that yeah. was originally a MySpace thing where you'd have a bulletin. I remember there'd be like a questionnaire. And it would be like top tens. And then it'd be like, you'd always have like the movies and your songs. And then it'd be like, boys you like. Really? Yes. And you you could, or it'd be like your crush or something like that. And you would like write in like clues who your crush was. And like, you'd obviously be friends with them on MySpace. So it was like the whole early days of flirting via bulletin. I remember that so clearly. Or you'd like. I don't think I did that. Really? Oh, I we were, it was a big emo thing. I wrote like. Blogs. It was kind of like bulletin and a blog in the same. Yeah, like, it was basically a blog as well. Very yeah. confessional. So it was like you'd have. It was on like the right side of the screen where, like, that was like left side, wasn't it? Bottom left. I can't. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you could, you'd see like the titles of their recent kind of yeah. pieces. Dare we say? Yeah. And you, then like you it'd could be like a poem for blah blah blah, and you'd be like, <gasps> and you'd click in, and then you'd read their bulletin. Yeah, and it would just be random stuff mm. like. Just a, It'd be like A little piece About their weekend 
Mm. And it was basically the early stages of like a thirst trap because I remember you could write a bulletin and then like you're fancy because the best thing about fucking MySpace we would say online now. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, so the you little, know when they're online. And it was like the little kind of it was like a little thing. green man, yeah, with orange. Like, yeah, it was like I'm online. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> online now, online now, and you'd be like ah, and like because it wasn't like the internet was older, you'd have to refresh the page and then it would say they're online. Yeah. So sometimes they'd say they're online, then you write a bulletin, and then by the time you refresh the page, they're gone offline. You're like oh for fuck. And then I like know. if you didn't write the bulletin when they were online. They wouldn't see it because it would get mashed up. Yeah, because you had stars so fucking... many friends. Oh on my MySpace. god, so like, many people! I I would literally be adding, like, there's people still that I'm, who I follow on Instagram, who I only know because I followed them on MySpace. Same. And that's the tea. <laughs> that is the real tea. And I've never met them, and they're from Dublin. I'm like, oh really? Some of them, so many of them, yeah, Dublin like fucking MySpace people. Yeah, that girl, that was so wild. Like, I'd just given birth to Rilo, <laughs> and I was like, you're like priorities, dreadlocks. <laughs> I want dreads. My mum was like, what? no, years ago. You've I, only just had the, un, the, 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 the child. I know. And the bees. It's just, and I was like, because I wrote to that girl. I was like, I love your hair. You're so cool. And she was like, oh, thanks. And I was like, how did you do it? She's like, I did them myself. I'll do, come over and do them for you. I was like, you live in Birmingham. She bloody came what? over. It was so random. But I loved it. Yeah. Does she, she still have dreads? Question. No. She doesn't. Interesting. She, um... Shaved off her hair in quarantine. Now oh she, yes, I remember yeah, this. But she hasn't had dreads for like seven years. Okay. She randomly like brushed them out and had the most glowing hair. That's She's bad. like one of those yeah perfect hair people. Unreal hair. Yeah, but she came over and uh, we went to Moore Street and bought all like the shit that we needed, and she fully did full dreads in my hair, and I looked deadly. Oh. I was like, <laughs> what color whoa. were your first dreads? They were like light brown. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I bleached them. I just copied her. She bleached hers. Oh, yeah, and you're like, I bleached my I want bleached dreads. <laughs> Are we still friends? That's cute. Um, but yeah, that was wild. I don't think I even fully told my mom. Like, she, I was living in, at home. <laughs> she just came home and you were like, hey. I was like, um, Did she stay in your house? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's my friend. It's because I was going out with uh, Rilo's dad at the time. So yeah. he was oh, English. So yeah. I think I was just like, oh, it's, they know each other. They're both English. Like, okay. And where I'm getting dreads. Yeah, I'm getting dreads. <laughs> so weird. Oh so God. random. She was like taking naked pics of me. <laughs> she was also like a photographer. Fucking weird ass shit. My friends thought I was lesbians with her. Lesbians. Lesbians. We're lesbians together. We're lesbians. We're lesbian. Beans. <laughs> Any last thoughts then Look on social bean. media? Um, we wrap her up. I loved MySpace. MySpace mm. was the most exciting thing because like it was our first thing I loved that it was a, the whole def- definition of you it was like your pictures your music and it was the movies. cooler thing because everyone was on Bebo yeah oh no no one really was on MySpace it was an emo thing a very big emo scene kind and of I thing. didn't I didn't go down the emo route but it was like an alternative thing I think anyone who liked anyone who I knew who liked like alternative music was on MySpace yeah like if you liked kind of cool shit You were like on MySpace 100% And you found shit Like that's what mm. I loved about Which you you still find Like on Instagram Like people are putting up their music And their food And where they're going It's and what just so doing. saturated Yeah And also you don't know If they're doing it genuinely mm. Because you're like Are you just trying to get a free meal And that's why you're tagging this place yeah. But like um, MySpace None of that existed Like Jeffree Star was insane on MySpace In Like his photos 
The puking the cereal. I mean, that puking the cereal. Everyone remembers everyone. seeing that photo for the like first time. It was like pink milk, I think, and like pink milk and like Fruit Loops. Yeah, and I remember being like, and his "That is the was coolest like, picture I've ever seen." I know. I was like, I, "I've never thought of a photo to exist like." That. And I'm pretty sure, like, he invented like all those like really high the photos from like a height, and yeah. that became like the mark of like emo shit. Like, I remember literally taking photos on my dad's digital camera in my room, like. I mean, above my fucking head. I know, so I You'd only see my that. nose and my chin. And my fringe. My huge, huge so fringe. Like, um, I remember you'd be like, new DP. You'd be like, your default pick. Oh my Instead gosh. of profile pick. And like, it, it, it was kind of similar how you use Instagram. Because when Facebook, Facebook kind of copied Bebo because you'd put up albums and you'd put up all these pictures. Yeah. But MySpace is like Instagram in the sense that you'd put up like, it wasn't cool on MySpace if you were like putting a picture on picture. You yeah, had, you had like your 12 best pictures. Yeah, it'd be like, like this is the me I want yeah, out be there. Like my new profile pic. Yeah. That's my new pic. And, and they'd be, be like, like, and always comments being like, or they'd be like, comment for comment. Like for like. Yeah, like for like. Follow comment. for follow. And yes. also you did. It's like, like F for F, they comment and you'd be like, you'd have to go comment on theirs being like, yeah. rawr. You'd follow them, they'd follow you. Like it was like currency. Yeah. Like now you get those random things on Instagram being like, follow our page and we'll follow. Yeah, and they're like, like, I've DM'd you, Stella. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to, we want to send you some of our leggings. Yeah, like, it's, it's always leggings. They're made from bamboo or some shit. I You're know. like, what? <laughs> so weird. But yeah, I loved that. Back in the day So good You'd have portraits of yourself Like I was trying to take portraits Oh yeah It was like self-portrait mode So (laughs) So I have a pregnancy (laughs) pic of me And I think I'm doing the rar with my hand You know the like cat claw kind of hand And I'm like fully in a bikini In my bedroom Stand doing the pregnant, doing the emo kind of leg. Oh, the turned in turned inward. Yeah. yeah, kind of like vulnerable little. It was vulnerable. kind of. I think the emo leg came from um, Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas because no, those little really? yeah, because all of those. That's what I think of all those. Uh, what's his name? Tim Burton. Tim Burton characters had those spindly legs, and they'd always have their toes facing yeah. in, and they'd be like dolls, hanging kind of doll-like. Yeah. And Fiona and Sarah used to do that all the time, like and they'd the leaning crouch over. over. Yeah, they'd crouch over and be like, mm, and like head to the side, peace sign. I'm pretty sure Fiona did that up until not long ago. I know. I think she gave herself a freaking hunchback. I was like. <laughs> Walking around like Ow! I'm in the emo pose too much So let us know who I'd love to know Who was on MySpace We'll put up a poll maybe Because I love loved to know. the um, Yeah some of your like The astrology poll was gas We knew exactly What sign everyone was Which by the way If you didn't see Most listeners are cancers Very interesting Very interesting Whoa. The trifecta Whoa, yeah. Whoa. But uh, yeah We'll put one up Because I would love to know Like the percentage of people Who are on Bebo Versus MySpace who was a big MySpace yeah. user And I, I think mean, we should put up A little um, question box oh, With your yes. coming of age stories Yeah so go over to our Instagram now And you can uh, pop them in Like yeah. best Your favourite films And all that kind of stuff We'll put one up Yeah just coming of age moments Yes You always give us gas ass oh, shit Fucking gas So girls we'll be back next week I think we're actually doing a Q&A next week So keep an eye out For when we make our Anon ass box Public again Yes we'll we- pop that up on Instagram And um, you can ask away girlies <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye, Bye. Gals. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.